Off balance. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. All right. And we're a couple of uh, Sour Grape NFL fans right about now. Sour Grape? I tried to quit the show. (laughs) You tried to quit? I didn't want to do it. I wanted to, like, uh, chalk this one up to the game. Um, Say the holidays, guys. Sorry, we couldn't record. Um... But yeah, uh, we'll get to all of that here shortly. Um, gonna try to make it as quick a show as possible because, again, holidays and uh, work coming down to the wire for me before the holiday break. Brennan has like a bunch of days in a row here, so he needs to rest and get some workouts in. So, uh, without further ado, we're gonna do the kickoff. You know how the show goes. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right. Brennan. Yes. It's time for Game of the Week. This one came out of nowhere. Can I be honest with you? Out of nowhere. There were not many uh, good, highly contested games, Um, but there were some. Yeah. They were interesting. And uh, we're going to get right to it. Brennan, I did not think this game was going to be as good as it ended up turning out to be. Yep. Chicago at Cleveland. Brennan, Joe Flacco has been there for, I believe, three weeks now. He's two and one as the starter. Um, Joe Flacco back? Is Joe Flacco back? Joe Flacco's back. (laughs) Joe Flacco is back. Uh, Early on, it looked like Chicago may be in control of this game. Uh, And then a fourth quarter comeback, 13 points in the fourth quarter by the Cleveland Browns um, to end up taking this win away. Chicago had a Hail Mary opportunity. It was in the belly of Darnell Mooney. And then he, Jesus Christ superstar, kicked it into the air and it was intercepted, uh, unfortunately, for Justin Fields. Brennan, when you say in the belly, uh, a good point of uh, reference, while he was on laying down. While he was laying down on the ground, yes. That, that, that makes a world of difference. Um, <laughs> but yes, Brennan, do you think this is... Cleveland is a team that no one wants to face with that defense and their offense looking to have life now that Joe Flacco is there. And can you give your, I'm going to say it's over for the Chicago Bears, give us your final diagnosis on their season. All right. So uh, this Joe Flacco thing is insane because he was bad for like five years straight. Remember, he after the Ravens, he went to like the Jets. He bounced around like nobody wanted him. Denver at one point. Yeah. And it. Then he goes home, sits on his couch. The crazy thing is anyone could have had him. The Jets could have called him after Rodgers went down. Uh, But, yeah, it's um, the Vikings could have called him. That's crazy. So I think because of Cleveland's defense and Miles Garrett played outside of his body in this game, uh, I think that this team is definitely a a team that can be a little nerve-wracking. The crazy thing is, uh, Joe Flacco like kind of came back down to earth in this game, uh, and he threw three picks, but he still has some of those plays where he throws it, and you're like, where are you going with this? 
and that's just comes with Joe Flacco because he's got that cannon out of Delaware. You know, he's always revving it up. He likes to bomb the ball down the field. And so sometimes you're going to get the picks. But with that comes also these bombs down the field where you're like, how is David and Joku that? Oh, like what's happening? Um, so right of Miami. Yeah. And I think the Joku thing is. is really cool because that was, you know, he was a big, big name coming out. And then he kind of didn't really turn into anything. And now fear five years later, he's actually becoming the player we all thought and knew he could be. Um, Chicago, I'm still, I wanted to hold out hope. Honestly, I, I watched this whole game and in the beginning of the game, I was like, I was right. Keep Justin Fields, get Marvin Harrison Jr. Get the tackle. I was right. And then as this game progressed, I was like, God damn it. Joe was right. You got to go with the quarterback. You got to go get a quarterback. Um, I just, Justin Fields will be a starter somewhere next year, but it's not going to be in Chicago. Uh, and yeah, they're they're done. Their defense is actually playing really well. Uh, obviously, with the addition of uh, Montez Sweat, there are a couple. Of people, I think they're like two years away. Or as Tony Kornheiser says, "What is it? A year away from being two years away? A year away from being a year away." Yeah, so that's where I think they're at. Um, yeah, I contend with. I like Justin Fields. I don't think uh, this team is his team anymore. Um, I think they're going to make the decision that this is not his team going forward and they'll move on for him to restart the clock. They have DJ Moore. They wrapped up Monte Sweat uh, right after they traded for him with a contract. Uh, get Marvin Harrison Jr. Get uh, one of the quarterbacks, whoever you like the most. Um, and yeah, you got two threats on the outside. You got uh, interchangeable running backs because they have Khalil Herbert. They got this Roshan Johnson kid. They got many a guys they can put there in the backfield. Um, and you still got to improve upon that offensive line. Uh, maybe it's not through the draft. Maybe it's through free agency, similar to how Cincinnati did it with Joe Burrow um, after his rookie year when he got hurt. Uh, Cleveland, man, that defense is haunting. Uh, two interceptions, three sacks in this game, um, and they never – they were on Justin Fields pretty much at all times. He really – he was under duress a lot of this game. It's contrib- contribution to their defensive line and his offensive line. Which Eight is hits, score. 12 sacks, and a Jeez. touchdown. The defense scored. Man. Um, oh, wait, hang on. I'm looking at the wrong one. But, great job. Um, Still a lot. Seven hits, three sacks. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, and two forced fumbles. Um. Yeah, I and mean, I think Cleveland is going to be Cleveland's nine and five uh, with the the tumultuous season they had this year, uh, with their starter being in and out, them having to start PJ Walker, them having to start Dorian Thompson Robinson, them having to go call Joe Flacco off the couch. Like for them to still be this good is a testament to honestly good coaching. Kevin Stefanski um, also tells you. Probably didn't need to go pay somebody $230 million after they were coming off 24. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that they have the burden of this other contract like, that doesn't even matter. Uh, really screwed yourself there. Yeah, especially I mean, with, and you, and we just saw what Baker did. Jeez. Yep. Uh, perfect passer rating in Lambeau. Like. First time ever that's happened. Or first time in like 40 years that's happened. Uh, I wanted to say this real quick because just looking over this day, because I actually watched this game, which is why I was talking about Miles Garrett. But looking over the stats, (laughs) he doesn't jump off the page. But actually watching this game, he was getting like double and triple teamed, which is why Mm -hmm. I'm bringing this up. Because like 
It he was, shifted their entire offseason. Yeah, and it was he leaving was the, the door open for everybody the, else. Yeah. His gravitational pull just swayed everything. It was insane. Yeah, it's so weird when you actually watch the games and then you go back because you have this interpretation in your head of like, oh, I watched this and I know football. Yeah, he was wrecking the game. Yeah, and then you stats, go back and look no at the stats sack, and it's like two, like, oh, two tackles man. for loss and you're like, I thought he was everywhere. <laughs> I kept seeing 95. All right, another game that, again, wasn't that impressive to start, then became a bit of a barn burner late and had a result that uh, quite shocked just about everyone. We're talking about the Houston Texans versus the Houston Oilers. Sorry, the Tennessee (laughs) Titans who decided to wear their Houston Oilers get-ups against the Houston Texans, which was very disrespectful. And uh, it looks like D'Amico Ryans did the Michael Jordan mean and he took that personally. Uh, 1916, Houston Texans beat the Tennessee Titans. The story here, though, is uh, no Nico Collins, no Tank Dell, no CJ Stroud. Yeah, you bury the lead. No uh, starting quarterback. <laughs> uh, they had to start Case Keenum in place here. And Case Keenum. Did what Case Keenum does, honestly. If I can, if I can take a second here to talk about the legend that is Case Keenum. Case Keenum, <laughs> I've been following this guy since he was a quarterback at Houston, uh, the university that is. Uh, liked him there. I think he like broke some like type of passing record because he was just air raid offense, just airing it out all the damn time. Um, then bounced around the league, and then he went to Minnesota. And was a backup. And I can't remember who the quarterback in front of him was. But that person eventually got hurt. He becomes a starter. And he takes them to the NFC Championship game. Now he got exposed in the NFC Championship game. Because that Eagle front was like all worldly. Yeah, <laughs> can we talk defense. about the game before? Uh, yeah, the where the Divisional? Saints came. The Miracle. The uh, Miracle in Maha. What, what was it called? Maha Miracle. Um, no, it's not the mile high. Miracle. Mile high wouldn't make sense. Yeah, M- miracle in the megaplex. What the fuck is? Hang on, I'm looking it up. Oh, it doesn't music say. city miracle? No, that's not that one either. It doesn't have the uh, name. It just says game. Oh, uh, no, hang on. No, it just says lost to the Eagles after a miraculous 29-24 victory. I thought it had a name. It has a name. It has a name. Oh, it's going to kill me. But I always thought he was better than uh, people assessed. And then they brought in Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is not – Kirk Cousins has been good, but he's not brought the postseason success. Kirk Cousins the reason that Stephon Diggs is not there to a degree um, and why they had to reset. And reset wasn't that bad, honestly, if you think about it. They were bringing in Justin Jefferson. But you could have had potentially Diggs and Jefferson. Or was that draft pick the pick that got them Jefferson? I can't remember. Um, but, yeah. So, he went out and he played in this game. And he helped them win. Brennan, how did Houston do this? Does it make you nervous? Does it make you nervous that Houston and Indy are only a game behind you? And can you put a... a Pin on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so first of all, Minneapolis miracle. 
Minneapolis um, Miracles. Jesus Christ. That's a weird Google search. What is the name of the play from 2017? Uh, yeah, I'm. We talked about this before. I don't. I don't. I'm not stoked that Houston is playing this well. Uh, this game was actually really good. Uh, like you said, towards the end, it started kind of like a like a slog, and then uh, it really revved up. I don't. I don't know what to think about this Houston team because Case Keenum coming in. I was like, oh, they're going to get housed. But then Tennessee's not very good either. They held Derrick Henry to on 20 attempts to 10 yards. 16 attempts, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's 20 just, touches, four receptions. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. 16 attempts. Um, and then they asked D'Amico Ryans, or they asked somebody about it because I heard him talking about it on the broadcast. And they're like, oh, you just got to build a wall. Just build a wall. And then, like, you know, and I was like, it's not. Yeah, it's like, what? The, what are we talking about here? Um. But yeah, Houston makes me very nervous. I put this in the Discord. Uh, I love how nobody responds to my angry ranting in the Discord. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't see it. Uh, I had a lot going on this week. Yeah, but we might uh, miss the playoffs. Uh, we're definitely in contention now to not win the AFC South. We're tied with two other teams. Now, luckily, we oh, have Oh, you all eight and six? Yes. Oh, I thought you guys were nine and five for some reason. No, luckily, we have the tiebreaker because... Uh, our conference record is better, and because we've beaten we've beaten Indianapolis twice, we've beaten Houston once, and our record's better yeah, than yeah. Houston, so we have the tiebreakers. But still, if we all finish with the same record, we're fine. But if we don't, we could lose out on the AFC South. Uh, Tennessee's falling apart. Got to get a new quarterback. Uh, or, excuse me, they have a new quarterback. Got to develop this young quarterback. I like Will Levis. Uh, the team seems to really like him. Derrick Henry, we love King Henry here on this program, but... Uh, Decided to move on, and they got Spears back there, and he's really good, but he's he's a different kind of back. So Tennessee's going to be in it. Variable's a good coach, but I'm terrified of Houston. Also, Case Keenum, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, honestly, the defense here was probably the most impressive thing uh, because the score wasn't some pop off the screen. Um, but, yeah, holding Derrick Henry to under under 10 yards, like – that's insane. He ran 16 times for nine yards. That's insanity. All you got to do is um, build a wall, Joe. Come on, just build a wall. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, your we've offensive. We've been trying to figure this out line. for uh, seven, eight years at this point. Just build a wall. Oh, man. Uh, they kept uh, Levis in check. They kept DeAndre Hopkins in check. Uh, nine targets, only two catches, 21 yards. Um, yeah, they did a great job defensively, and that's the calling card for D'Amico Ryans. Uh, offensively, Brennan, I think – I think we were right all along. Motor, 26 touches, 121 yards. You know what? If you feed him, he may produce. Uh, and I think they figured that out in Buffalo themselves. We'll get to that later uh, with their new running back. But, um, no, Houston played extremely well. They got the game to go into overtime, uh, and then they won it in overtime. So Case Keenum with a touchdown pass towards the end of the game there. Academy Fairbane coming back from injury, making the field goal. Um, really, I mean, a lot changes on that Nick Folk extra point early on in the game. Yeah. Because it was six instead of seven. And then you have to force uh, what's the name to go for two instead of one. I mean, so that really changes the outcome of the game. And that's why you play the game. All three phases. Don't people slack on the kicker, man. Like kicker is a huge part of the, the team. You know, trust me. I know that from last night because 
could have got 10, 13 yards. Instead, you want to go for a goddamn Hail Mary for no good reason. Yeah, you kidding he's me? Thrown, he's thrown that pick three times this year. That pick to the right side of the field, along the sideline, and the safety jumps over the top of it and makes a spectacular catch. That's that the third the time I've seen that. That's the third time I've seen that. It's insane. Yeah. It's What's not. the definition of insanity? Doing, Doing the same thing and hoping for a new result. Jordan I- Love... Uh, 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 Jamel Dean and I can't remember the third person I think it was the, the Jets game but like bro get it to Jesus Christ can I read something to you that's gonna make you uh, be like oh yeah I forgot about that go for it the 2017 uh, depth chart for the Minnesota Vikings Sam Bradford was the starting quarterback Sam Bradford was their quarterback who got hurt. Hilarious. Yeah, um, that's when Teddy Bridgewater had that horrific ankle. and Was it ankle or wrist? Um, I think it was ankle or knee. It was a leg injury. It happened yeah. in practice, so we never even saw it. Because someone thought, yeah, and some a lot of people were talking about that could end his entire career. But no, that wasn't even that season that happened. That happened. He was on the, the pup list before. He was on the pup list, but that happened the year before, and it took him like two years to get back from. Yeah, it. I was about to say because the only yeah, reason it did I know take this, two years. The only reason I know this is because the year before is Carson Wentz's rookie year, and we had Sam Bradford as our starter. Yeah, and then should. it was like, okay, we'll start Sam Bradford, and then like. Two weeks before the season, it's like, all right, we're trading Sam Bradford. It's like, whoa, didn't see this coming. So, Carson Wentz carried you guys. Carried us until uh, until he didn't. Rams blew out his leg, and then Nick folds. Big Dick Nick getting it done. They stole that money from you guys. Minnesota versus the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. This was a Saturday game. Uh, be quite I remember when that happened. I was like, and Minchu was playing out of his mind, and I was telling people, anyone who would listen, I was like, you guys don't understand. We got a Ferrari in the garage just ready to come out. Minchu's keeping us alive. It was Ferrari in the garage. I was saying um, that to people. Ferrari <clears throat> in the garage. Uh, to be honest, Brennan, I'll be quite quite honest. I don't, I don't, want, I don't like Saturday football. Not a yeah. big... I don't like Saturday NFL football. I, one, you're you're debilitating the red zone on Sunday because there's going to be less games available. It was, red zone two, was weird. And then two, I'm not. It's not. It's not a, a habit of mine. It's not a habit that I've built up over the weeks to watch the NFL on Saturday. I don't watch college football, so I. I, I mean, once the Hurricanes are out of it, I don't watch college football, so I don't. Attribute my Saturday to football watching, so not the greatest job by them here. But uh, we had a a, a wild game. Um, the Minnesota Vikings were up early. Uh, Jake Brown looked to be turned into a pumpkin, and in the fourth quarter, there was an explosion of offense. There was a, a touchdown that was called back that then uh, put them in tougher uh, field position, and then T. Higgins made an outstanding play to get a touchdown. Uh, they go in overtime. They get a field goal. They win the game. Brennan, what were your thoughts of the takeaways from this game? How does this mini, how does this Cincy team look to you? And does Mini stay in the playoff picture at the end of the season? Go ahead. Um, I don't think Minnesota can stay in the playoff picture. I, I just, this Nick Mullins situation. I mean, 
Like you said, Mullen situations, John Dobbs situations, with the Justin Jefferson situation. I mean, looking at the stats again, it's one of those things you look at it and you're like, oh, he's 26 to 33, two touchdowns, two picks, 303. Like, that's not bad. And it's like, yeah, but I watched this game. Like, it wasn't, that was like a lot of like later in the game, like making up for stuff. Like, he looked bad in the first three quarters. Uh, but I did want to say, Jake Browning, the the slayer of the Jaguar is, I mean, we've talked about this probably, what is this, week three or four now of this? We've talked about it every week. Yeah. This guy. Is he four and oh? Four and three and one. This guy, yeah, three and one, because remember he had a horrific first week and everyone's like, oh, this guy's terrible. And then the oh, next okay. week he lit us up. Um, he broke every record in Washington. I don't know how many times I got to fucking say this. He broke every single passing record. Like in the Pac-12, like this guy can play quarterback. It's just he was undersized and he gets hurt a lot. So that's why he didn't get drafted. Um, but, yeah, this guy can play. Uh, he's going to take him to the playoffs. Cincinnati's going to make the playoffs with Jake Browning, which is an insane statement. Wild. But that's going <laughs> to happen. Um, I think Minnesota's out because while Jake Browning is heating up, it looks like uh, I think Nick Mullins is going to turn into a pumpkin. So I think Minnie's out. And Minnie just doesn't have the pieces like Jefferson's hurt. They they the tight end they traded for who was that Hawkinson's just not playing yeah. as well as you'd expect him to. I mean the biggest bright spot's been Jordan Addison. Mm, uh, rookie Jordan Addison. Yeah, the um, rookie. Ty so Chandler also ran the ball effectively. Um, what do you think? What's going on? What do you think? Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think Justin Jefferson, I mean, he came back last week and then Josh Dobb gave him a, a hospital ball. So that kind of derailed his production for that game. Uh, he came back in this game and was okay. But I think uh, uh, some of the stuff that you're thinking of is just that Nick Mullins put the team in bad position, made a lot of bad decisions, um, <clears throat> made a lot of bad passes. Hawkinson looked amazing when Kirk Cousins was there, but since then he hasn't looked very stellar. He had that one game, I think it was against the Falcons with Dobbs, um, and since then he's been pretty silent uh, as far as spectacular plays. Um, yeah, since he, man, everything is there. I mean, everything's still there if Jake Browning is good. Like, they still have Mixon, they still have Chase, they still have Higgins, they still have a defense that's getting healthier now. Um, yeah, and honestly, Brennan, look, no one loves Joe Cool more than me. Right? <laughs> no one loves Joe Cool more than me. But last year, when people were trying to make him the second coming of Jesus and people called him the greatest quarterback, I was like, um... Got to factor in the talent around him that is definitely helping uh, him with this image. It's not like he's not doing things that just just stand out where it's like, oh, my gosh, this was yeah. the most amazing pass I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh, this was the most amazing read I've ever seen. It's like, nah, I got some of the most talented individuals on my team, and I'm going to get the ball in their hands, and I'm not going to fret about it. Um, it's the San it was, Francisco play. It's the San Francisco model. It's not. <clears throat> not to say that, uh, not to say that Joe Burrow isn't good. Joe Burrow is really good. I I rate him higher than I rate uh, Brock Purdy. But to say p people, like I said, going into the playoffs last year, people had him as a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's... It's insane. <laughs> I know we're it not going to talk hyperbolic. about it. But it got ridiculous. Pat's in a bad spot, dude. Do you see how frustrated he's getting with that team? 
the team. Did you see Kadarius Tony hand another interception to somebody? Yep. Jesus Christ, dude. Do you see <laughs> on the side? Because he's always been cool, calm, collected, and now on the sideline, he's like, he's literally like shaking his head, and like you can see him mouthing, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I don't know what to do. I will say this: he's not always cool, calm, collected. Uh, he's one of those crybaby quarterbacks who begs for a call every down. And you know what? I wish is my he really? I guess I never way. noticed that. I wish my quarterback was that way because two weeks in a row, my quarterback's been hit late on a slide, no penalties. Like, can't. You guys are goon, man. It doesn't help. Doesn't help anything. It doesn't help because he's so strong and loves running. You can take a hit, great, but like, you know, but that's the problem. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. I don't have much to say on this. Speaking of acting it up, though, Wingard, uh, our, uh, our no, safety, he did act it up. <laughs> he, he barely got tapped by a, a helmet from the other team, and he like flew backwards. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore, Jacksonville, at Jacksonville. Couple things. We're always better when we're the underdog. I say that all the time. Uh, it seems like we're more focused when we're the away team, uh, and then we just play poorly at home. We lost uh, going into the half. It should have been. We left, God, what was that, six, nine points on the board? It should have been. Yeah, we missed two field goals. They weren't chip shots, but they, you know, they had the leg. Just one doinked and one was wide left. And Trevor Lawrence at one point fumbled, just running the ball. Just literally yeah. no one touched him. The ball that fell out of his hand when he tried to switch hands. Uh, I, I texted this to Joe in the Discord and some of the like, different group chats. It's one of those things where it's it's incredibly frustrating because more often than not, the Jags are beating themselves. Other than the San Francisco game, we're not getting like destroyed by these teams. It's like we're making all these dumb fucking mistakes, and then we lose. And it's like, yeah, we hung with Baltimore. Though. Our defense, Trevon Walker had a coming out party in this game. Other than that one freak play Lamar Jackson made in the fourth quarter where <laughs> he should have been sacked three times and then threw the ball 60 yards down the field. Other than that one play, I mean, he was held He's pretty much. That way. It was pretty much in check the whole game, and we just we lost this game. It was embarrassing. Uh, I wanted to quit the show after it, so uh, yeah, I was disappointed. We might miss the playoffs. We might not win the AFC South. I'm sad. Go ahead, Joe. One more round. All right, Philadelphia versus at Seattle. Uh, we lost this game, twenty to seventeen. Um, a lot of blame to go around. Uh, excuses there to be had. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, we got to play better. We can't put ourselves in those positions. Um, but there's one thing that I'm not going to forgive is a blatant pass interference just not called. A, uh, the receivers streaking down the field. Uh, I think it's Jordan. Not Is it Jordan Love? Are they both Jordan Love? Or is it whatever? Uh, the safety. You said that earlier, too. And I was tugs down uh, the middle of the of Quez Watkins jersey and it was so bad that they had to come back from commercial break and actually and and make Troy Aikman admit to it uh because he did not want to admit to it on first watch on first viewing um uh, Jalen was had the flu Jalen played well enough to win that game uh, aside from that errant interception at the end um we got to be better. We, we got to be better. Uh, I think, uh, as I said in the Discord, 
I think the biggest mistake we made this season was hiring uh, a first-time, promoting a first-time OC uh, and hiring a guy uh, to be the DC. This was a team that was... Julian Love. Julian Love, thank you. This was a team that was built for the Super Bowl run. And we we put, you know, 87 gas in a Ferrari. We had got we got guys learning on the job when this is not a job that people should be learning on. This is something we should have uh folks who we believe in are established, have a track record, a proven track record. Um Man, if we would have went and hired Eric Bieniemy instead of letting him go to the Commanders, like boy oh boy, <laughs> yeah, I- I'd love to see what that looks like. If we went and got uh, Pep Hamilton or uh, uh, what's my man Jim Caldwell, who's an assistant ben Johnson. for who's a who who's a fucking, I think he's like an offensive assistant down in Carolina, like just helping with the quarterbacks. Jim Caldwell is like. That's a guy we could have probably given that offensive coordinator job to. Um, offense looks stagnant. It looks uh, predictable. Um, there were a few. Honestly, there were a few things that I saw last night that I liked. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna solely blame this on the refs. We put ourselves in bad position. We need to have more long sustaining drives. Three or four sustainable drives a game is not is not good. <laughs> Like hoping uh, and praying that we get four touchdowns. Like we need more opportunities. We need more bites at the apple. And uh, there's too much start and stop in this offense right now. He's a senior assistant right now. Um, yeah, he's a senior assistant for Carolina. It's so do you crazy. want to hear something crazy though? What's that? His head coaching he never record. Never had a losing season. No, his head coaching record at Wake Forest. He was 26 and 63. Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Didn't know he ever was at Wake Forest. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Um, this is back in like the early 90s, early 1993 to 2000. He was 26 and 63. Mm. And then it, there's a nine year break. And then he started working for Indianapolis in 2009. That's interesting. That's so weird. One more round. They probably do they not have his like DC stuff? On the oh, OC yeah, yeah, stuff? yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Sorry. I'm like, he probably was an OC somewhere for a time. Yeah, that was just right, his head coaching career. Washington versus the Rams. Oh, I'm sorry. That's on me. <clears throat> My apologies. I got sucked down a Jim Caldwell rabbit hole. Uh, show continues. The show continues. So we're going to talk about the Washington Commanders. Uh, this was in Los Angeles. Uh, 20-28 was the final score. It wasn't that close, though. Uh, Los Angeles put it on them, baby. Uh, I had texted you. Matthew Stafford still got it. Uh, this dude's got a cannon and a laser for an arm. It's weird because this is what I text Joe. I'll let the listeners. I'll let the listeners in. Um, I said it's strange because Matthew and I are right around the same age, and he's had like two different back surgeries. He's had issues with his spine, his hand, his shoulder several times, his knee, and you forget a like you remember all that when you're watching the game. You're like, oh, you know, Matthew can't do it anymore. Blah blah blah. And then when you're actually watching, like, in the game, you're like, I'm an idiot. Like, this guy's can sling it all over the yard. Uh, the Rams, the Rams might make the playoffs. Playoffs. The Rams are 7-7, seven and seven, but could sneak into that last wild card spot. And 
Let me tell you something. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup in the well, Puka Nakua is unproven, but Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald in the in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to see that, especially if I was a team in the NFC with all these injuries. All right. All righty. Who could have foreseen that that team was going to be somewhat better than people? If only someone did a power rankings at the beginning of the season so they could have the proof. If someone did. If only someone did. One more round. Um, The result of last night took the uh, celebration that could have been from this game away from me. But you know what? Sunday night, I still danced on the grave. Uh, it's this damn division. You know what? No one's repeat won it. That's it's the curse of the damn division. Um, Dallas lost 31-10. I'm going to say 31-3 uh, because they kept garbage their starters in late in the game and they got a garbage time touchdown. Like That was obvious stat pattern and bullshit. Um, they were getting their heads kicked in. Uh, James Cook ran the ball. Wow, you could run on the Dallas defense. Who would have seen? Who who could have foreseen that? Huh? huh? Not, not me. Not me. Not me. Um, 179 yards with James Cook. Josh Allen didn't have the most impressive game. They pretty much said, "Hey, I think we could run it down their throat." And you know what they went on there and did? Ran, ran it down, it down their, throat. their throat. Josh Allen had a total of 15 attempts. They did not. Uh, Buffalo is kicking into a gear right now where they're rounding the playoff form. And I think, uh, what's, my, what's my guy's name? Joe Brady. Joe Brady, unlike uh, his predecessors before him, Ken Dorsey and uh, Brian Dayball, are saying, you know what? Let's win by any means necessary. If it's yep. Josh throwing the ball 40 times, let's do it. If it's James, if, if it's us running the ball over 30 times, let's do it. Whatever, however the game flows is what we're going to take. You know who also did that, Brennan? Shane Steichen. God damn, I miss Shane Steichen. Why the him. fuck did he go to the Colts? I'm sick and tired of the Colts taking our offensive coordinators. This is the second time in a row they've done this. Like, just let us have a good thing for a little while longer. Jesus Christ. All right, that's enough. <laughs> so when I check this, I know um, you are hosting today, but I wanted to point this out. When I checked this two weeks ago, the Jaguars had a 90, 90, 90% or 95% chance to make the playoffs on this uh, ESPN playoff tracker. Guess where Real we're quick, at today? Sorry, sorry, because sorry, you're... Jalen, you know, I appreciate the accountability, but I'm sick and tired of the, the post-game press conference. This is on me. We got to do better. It's accountability. Oh, How yeah. about we just actually do it on the field? Like, I don't need the words and the platitudes at this point. Let's just get it done on the field. Yeah. Go make it happen. Sorry, you were saying. You went we're, from 90 to something else. We went from 95% to make the playoffs to 77% to make the playoffs. Oh, you still going to make the playoffs. And you know the funny thing? I was thinking about this myself. What if we I'm miss so the upset playoffs and, and annoyed with this team? I'm so upset and annoyed with this team. There's like 15 fan bases that would kill to have my record. <laughs> and it's you like, guys are only like a game. I'm sour grapes. <laughs> hey, I'm looking at our guy Fox on uh, Get Up this morning. Yeah. Front of the show. Shouts out. Are we doing the basketball recap? Did you watch any basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do the basketball recap. Um, 
the Orlando Magics are on a two-game slide. They've fallen back from number two to number four. Uh, the Milwaukee right. Bucks are on a four-game run. Uh, they've looked pretty dang impressive in that streak. Also, playing the Detroit Pistons at this time is a remedy for all. Uh, the Boston Celtics are on a five-game winning streak, retaining their number one seed. Uh, Anthony Edwards is not having abortions, but he's still having is not here for having another kid, but he's here for having a thirty point. Is that what he said? I saw thirty the- plus point game. Um, yeah, he had a little situation that happened over this weekend. Text message was leaked. Um, but yeah, he's still here for having thirty point games, three game winning streak. They're nine and one in their last ten games. They're sitting at top of the of the Western Conference. Josh Giddy had a double double yesterday. Both were in the teens. Um, and uh, really nothing on them. That was a really good. One. You weren't Josh Giddy. I'm sorry, I was texting. <laughs> Double double, both in the teens. The teens. That was. Um, hang on, let's do yeah. it again. Let's do it again. All right, all right. Let's on. let's run that back. Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma City sitting at number two. Josh Giddy had a couple. Had a double double. Both of them in the teens. Uh, they were <laughs> number two in the Western Conference. Uh, the Denver Nuggets beat a shorthanded uh, Dallas Maverick team last night uh, to <laughs> capture a victory. They're number three. Um, you guys get it? Because he's <laughs> fun placements in the Western Conference. Uh, the Clippers—they've—they've they've righted their ship. They've won eight straight, nine of their last ten. They're number six in the West. I started acting with that laugh, and then I genuinely found it funny that we did the clip, <laughs> and so then I was genuinely laughing. Uh, the Lakers have dropped their last two. They put up a banner the other day, uh, yesterday, though. Um, for their in-season tournament. I was going to say, don't say it was yeah. for the in-season tournament. <laughs> did they really, for real? Yeah, they did. They had a ceremony before this game. Um, but they've lost their last two. They're now sitting at the eighth seed. Phoenix is four and t- uh, one four, have lost six of their last ten. They are now the tenth seed in the Western Conference. I believe for the first time, we finally saw their big three on the court together at the same time. For a grand total of six minutes, and then Bradley Bill suffered an injury. Um, and then the Golden State Warriors, are they've won two games, but they got a lot of ground to make up. They're 12 and 14. Also, Draymond Green has been suspended for an indefinite amount of time after a wacky inflatable arm-waving tube guy to the neck of uh, Yusuf Nurkic and dropping him on the ground. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the Eastern Conference is pretty much intact. Uh, the Indiana Pacers have kind of fallen from grace. They're down to the eighth seed after f- losing four games straight. Miami Heat are in the seventh spot. Uh, the Knicks, I mean, your boy had a 50-point game the other day, Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Um, so, yeah, I forgot who that was. Was that against? I think it was against the Lakers. Was it against the Lakers? No. You know what's crazy is. Who was that against? Like the seventy three win Golden State team, the seventy two win. Uh, uh, I almost said the Miami Bulls, the uh, Chicago Bulls teams. It's so weird to look at like the standings the now. Game against the Suns. Okay, sorry. Like the Boston Celtics are twenty and five. So, and the Minnesota Timberwolves also twenty and five. So you're like, oh, there's not going to be like a, a generational kind of a team this year. It's weird to just like, look at, we're only 30 games into the season. We're not even halfway there. And you're like, oh yeah. 25 no, games into the season. 
Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You said 20 and 5. <laughs> I know, but... Well, you know it's, it's important because I'm about to mention something here. In this okay, but I find that fascinating because we're 25 games into the season, so we're, like, not even... A th- like, we're just barely, like, into the season. Just scratching the surface. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, no one could no one could compete with these historic teams. Well, I mean, th- there's a reason they're historic. I, mean, I know, it's but... It's kind of hard to do. You don't have that happen every year. What kind I of mean, start Warriors, would you have to get off to? The Warriors did it in... They didn't win the championship, so we don't even give them credit for doing it. I know. That's why I purposely gave them credit (laughs) first. Uh, Um, But, (coughs) Brennan, the 25 games into the season is a very indelible uh, line of demarcation because do you know what it means? Do you know what it means? What does it mean? It means... The gunman is back. John Moran has served his 25 games suspension, and he will return to the court, I believe, tonight against the Pelicans. So that team has been flailing without his presence there. Let's see what happens once he comes back. Uh, Brennan in college basketball, I'm just going to give you the rankings. I don't know any results. I don't know anything that happened. Uh, Purdue's your number one seed, though. Kansas is still at number two. Arizona suffered a loss, it appears, and they fall into number four. The University of Miami, I believe, had a loss, and now we're unranked. Wow. What? Did we have a loss that bad? Did we have a loss? Let's look into it. Um, I'm on it. FAU Ooh. is ranked number 14. They went up a game. Uh, North Carolina faced off against Kentucky. Kentucky won that game. They jumped up five spots there in the top 10 now. Ooh, we're 12 in the um, coaches' poll. I'll take that, baby. We got another loss, though. Uh, okay. But we lost to, like, uh, we lost to a top 10 team, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we lost to Illinois. And we barely lost to Illinois. Suck my dick, Illinois. Sorry. That was aggressive. I'm looking it up right now. We have Colorado loss. Is this the first ranking since the Colorado loss? You're talking about the men's or the women's? Men's. Miami men's. I think this was the first loss. This is the, yeah, we were ranked 24 going into the game against LaSalle. Won that game and then we got unranked. That's fucked up. Okay. Yeah, but you got housed by Colorado. I know, but we were still... The thing is, we were still ranked, ranked after going that in, loss. Yeah. So it we must won have, a game and then we got unranked. They popped you out to move other people in, it looks like. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh... Yeah, you were 24th in week six, and then you won another game, and then you were out. Yeah. Wisconsin, they Memphis and Ole Miss. In. Wisconsin, Memphis, Ole Miss all took your spot. Wisconsin fell down, so that's yeah. not them coming in. Memphis came in. Memphis and Ole Miss took out Miami and Northwestern. Yeah. All right. Uh, and on the women's side, I know Kim Mulkey got ejected from a game. I saw that. Uh, but South Carolina is still undefeated. UCLA is still undefeated. NC State, Iowa, Texas, USC, all undefeated. Haven't moved much. There's some movement down at the bottom here. Um, but for the most part, they are all locked in position. Uh, right now, if there were 26 ranked teams, Miami would be the 26th ranked team. Uh, they're the first team on the others receiving votes. So we'll be monitoring that. But, um, yeah, I hadn't, didn't have a lot of time to watch a lot of basketball this weekend. Weekend. So, going on to the Quackets. And you'd be surprised how quick. And- quick! Name it hits. Quick hit. Quick oh, hits. Quick, quick. Quick. 
Uh, Brennan, <clears throat> my Florida Panthers have uh, won a few games here in a row, a couple of games. Uh, oh, lost to the Flames. Lost to the Flames last night? Damn. Damn. No, actually, we had a. I'm thinking of this run between Stars, Penguins, Blue Jackets. We, have we lost, lost to the Flames. Three of the last. We've lost three of our last four. Unfortunate. Um, it has us tied with the Maple Leafs for second in our conference or division. Um, you guys have uh, not been in good form lately. No. You guys it's are bad. fifth right now. Um, as far as the conferences are concerned, we are fourth. You guys are not in the postseason as it currently stands. Long season, though. We'll see how things shake out. The Colorado Avalanche are fourth. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, they're still fucking doing it, and they are first in the West. Kyle's Philadelphia Philly, Philadelphia Flyers, sorry, are fifth in the East. Look at them finally turning things around. Um, penguins looking bad. <laughs> penguins hey. looking bad. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, now to soccer. Uh, Fulham suffered a uh, an unfortunate loss, uh, to say the least. Um, it was a 3-0 loss to Newcastle. Newcastle, top six side. Um, we were down to 10 men pretty much like 20 minutes into the game after Raul Jimenez picked up a boneheaded red card. Um, and But this was right after he had got an elbow to straight to the jaw. So that wasn't called, wasn't looked at or anything. Um, bad week with refs for me this week. Jesus Christ. Um, so that, you know, factored into the decision. The ref, the ref, I don't know his name. I didn't, I didn't care to learn his name. There were about five instances where Newcastle could have picked up a yellow and about two instances where they could have picked up a red. Um, and they ended up getting no cards. Just nothing. I can't believe it. It was such a one-sided game. It was laughable. I wasn't even angry when I left the bar. I was like, well, the ref, the, the fix was in. Like, sometimes, you know, I'm not normally the guy, and I hate usually the guy who's the fix is in. But sometimes you'll watch a game and you walk away and you just say, the fix was in. They just the didn't want to give it to us. Like Tom Kearney's getting hit on an open breakaway. That is a, that's automatically yellow, even with no malintent. That's a yellow. You're it's like a, a clear pass foul in the NBA. You can't just stop somebody's progression just yeah. because you're lack you're running behind your team's out of position. You can't do that. Didn't get anything. Didn't get carded or nothing. The elbow to Raul Jimenez, malicious as all hell. Didn't get looked at. Didn't even get a foul. Like. He was on the ground and they were and they got the ball. Didn't even get a foul. Didn't get a stoppage of play for that. Like, <sighs> but today we put all those things behind us. Uh, we got a game against Everton today at two forty-five um, for the Carabao Cup. Where this moves on to the finals. This is the semifinals, uh, and we could potentially get a get some hardware uh, this season, which would be great. Um, I think our next couple of games in the Prem are going to be fine, though. I think we play Burnley, and we play Burnley on Boxing Day. 
And then, damn. And then we played Bournemouth. <clears throat> we end the we end the year with Burnley, Bournemouth, and uh Arsenal, who we had that we played them two two at their place, also going down to ten men in that game and pulling out a, a draw. So that'll be a fun one to watch on, on New Year's Eve. Um so yeah, that is your soccer corner, and that is your show. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Uh, Brandon, how did you do in your fantasy playoffs? Uh, I had a bye week in the first week, and then the other two leagues I won pretty handily. Look at you. Bye week in the first week. Made the postseason in all three of your leagues. Congratulations. Well, so this is full disclosure to the listeners. So we have one league for work that we're actually doing. Another league was just auto-generated from last year. Oh, okay. So it was like an auto-draft thing. And then the third league, it was going to be for this year, but then the guy who ran it screwed up all the rules, so we like started a new one. So two of them are dead leagues, but I'm still oh, like... Oh, my goodness. But there's some of us... Listen, this is funny, because there's some of us who actually were like, well, if we're in the league, we might as well play. Yeah, participate. Like, yeah, others are not. Like Others just don't even log in. So there's some teams that are like, you know, 0 and 12 or whatever. Yeah. And then there's other you teams. You got like three juggernauts. Yeah, that are like 11 <laughs> and 2. Yeah, so it's been fun. I uh, I had a rough couple of weeks because it was both those leagues were auto-drafted, so it was tough. But, yeah, in the league that the main league that I drafted, I had a bye week. What about you? Uh, missed the playoffs in three leagues. How um, many did you do? Three leagues. You missed sorry, all three? Missed the, sorry, sorry. Missed the playoffs in two out of three leagues. Okay. Um, the one I made the postseason won my first game. Moving on to round two, um, won this league last year in my first year, so already made the playoffs. Already got a first round victory. Um, and uh, the the league I ate the chip for last year, I was in the constellation. One first week of the constellation, out of the running for potential chip or double pay on my entry fee. Let's fucking go. Um. So yeah, yeah. yeah fantasy's all—it's all, it's all luck. I fucking all. hate it. It's all luck. Like it's funny. So <laughs> I think I've talked about it before. My buddy, who's the commissioner of the Kip League, he is Mister. I'll read everything. I watch everything. I take in all the information. And then he drafted uh, Nick Chubb. And yeah, there's your season. It's I, all luck. You know how I know it's all luck. Because in two out of my three leagues, it was an auto-generated, like, dead league. Mm. And I didn't make first place, and I was playing. <laughs> That's how you know it's all luck. It's all luck, man. And then, like, he he made – but so he started the year one and five, then turned it around, made the playoffs, and he's like, I, fu- I fucking did it. This has to be my year. The person he was playing – the week before, picked up the Raiders' defense, and then they get the Raiders this week against Easton Stick, yeah. Keenan Allen not playing, and what two defensive touchdowns, twenty-seven yeah, points up, from yeah. the defense alone, and he's like, "What the fuck, man?" And he was Talk like, about. "This is not real. This is not serious." And I was like, "Finally, you understand what I've been saying for the past five years to you. Yeah. Since we lived together as roommates." It's all bullshit. It's, it's all random. It's not skill. It's pure luck. You cannot control what the happens on the field of play. You're just hoping, wishing, praying, and guessing. 
You know how we know it's all luck? Uh, in my league. It's called fantasy. <laughs> yeah. In my league, a guy forgot to put to take James Cook out because he was going to swap James Cook out for. Uh, oh, wow. And then he I goes think, off. <laughs> yeah. I think he was going to like put Justin Jefferson was on his bench because he got kept getting hurt. So then I think he was going to like take James Cook out of the flex and put Justin Jefferson in and then forgot and then ended up <laughs> destroying the guy he was playing. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Like- so fantasy's fake. Um, follow my yeah. other podcast. At X drinking buddy. Yeah. Uh, it's at it's uh, X drinking buddy. I have guests on. We talk about their best and worst drinking, drug party, getting in trouble stories this week. A lot of fun. Philly native uh, cab Washington. I think Joe, I think you'll like this episode. We talk about, uh, him in sports journalism, and then also he was at he was a RA supervisor at UCLA when the Chosen Rosen was there, and he was in the like oh. the athletes' dorm. So he's got some stories from that. So he saw the hot tub. I go to my Instagram when we get off this and watch the clip I posted. Yeah. I cut in the hot tub video and everything, man. It was, <laughs> he tells a whole story about it. Um, but yeah, and then at Brennan T Comedy on all social media, Brennan T Comedy dot com. I'll be in L.A. January 17th uh, for a show. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Oh, this is what you were telling me about that your buddy's been doing. And now yeah. it's picking up steam. Yep. So I'll be I'm in New York December 27th at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. I'm doing the 7 and the 930 show. And then and I'll be in L.A. in January. So check out the website, baby. Joe. All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorbo. You can find this show Twitter and Instagram at Caring Press. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the new low network. Who does a podcast uh, where we're about to do our year in review. We saw 25 films this year. We're going to rank the top films we saw, some of the top songs we heard, uh, all that good jazz, fun, fun episode. Um, then we got a new low, which we're about to, if you're watching on Twitch, we're about to do our double episode, which will feature the return of the Oh Boy Awards. Uh, That's where we recap some of the best moments from this year, from the years past. Um, So, yeah, those two doing big things. We're going to be here, though. No days off. Every week, week in, week out, giving you what happened in sports, even when we don't want to, because our teams hate us. That reminds me, next week, do you, it's Christmas. Do you want to record on Christmas? Uh, No. Uh, (laughs) Day after Christmas, I mean? Yeah. The 26th? Tuesday morning, probably. Okay. Uh, Boxing Day. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, because there's a great Monday night game. Ravens. Uh, of the three the games that are on the Monday night. Uh, Ravens, Niners. So, um, I hope the Niners. Mm. No, I hope the opposite. I hope the Ravens yeah, I know. wax I'm, that yeah. ass. <laughs> uh, you can. Uh, don't forget to check out. Uh, my website, joedorval.com. Check out the merch, the music, headphone Joe. No, oh, no, E in the phone. All right, Brandon, let's get out of here. I want to yeah. eat. You got things to do. <coughs> and that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Two shout out. One, Joe got engaged. That's awesome. Two, Kenny DeForest. Good friend. Hilarious comic. Rest in peace, man. <laughs>